Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman, ready to break down your Monday night football doubleheader daily fantasy slate for today. We'll also give you our prop bets and our game picks. Today we've got two pretty good games. We've got Should be some Tennessee at Buffalo, mm-hmm. and then we've got Minnesota at Philadelphia. Two pretty good games. The Titans, we've got the defending AFC South champions against the defending AFC East champions. And, in fact, the Bills, who are the Super Bowl favorite, 10-point favorites in this one. Yeah, there's probably going to be a lot of tables broken today. <laughs> That's for sure. Bills Mafia showing up. And First uh, home game. So, for the Vikings, we saw an explosive offense from them. They beat the mm-hmm. Packers week one. Going up against Philadelphia, the Eagles managed to eke mm-hmm. out a win against the Lions, who had a surging comeback in the second half. So, But we did see a really good offense captained by mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts there from the Eagles. Home game there in Philadelphia in the city of brotherly love for them. So... Should be some good games for us. And, I'm excited. For and a sure. uh, good barometer check on a lot of these teams so we can learn a lot more. I know we learned a lot this weekend mm-hmm. and we have about some a lot of teams. Giant contests in DFS today. So, you know who else we learned a lot funny. about? The Jets. The Jets. The resiliency, the determination, the sheer grit. You know. Or is it Robert Sala was. Or is it just receipts. the Brownie the Elf curse? Yes, that, that too. Last week we talked about how the Browns had painted that monstrosity of an elf in the middle of their field, and I just knew that no good would come of that. And in fact, it, you know that? No good came. There's that Christmas elf, that elf on a shelf. Yes. It's a little bit like that. It causes mischief. It is mischief. a little bit like that, yeah. So it causes mischief for the Browns. They should have locked that one up. Nick Chubb should have just knelt, and then they would have run the clock down. But Yeah, I... I don't know how you lose that big of a lead that quickly to the Jets. I mean. The Jets. I'll take it. With Flacco. (laughs) I'll take it. It's pretty bad for them. Let's go over some injuries for tonight's Mm -hmm. contest to be aware of. So for the Titans, they are without Christian Fulton, their cornerback, and uh, Jamarco Jones, Dontrell Hilliard out Mm -hmm. with a hamstring. And questionable is wide receiver Kyle Phillips with a shoulder injury. For the Bills, they're without uh, defensive tackle Ed Oliver out with an ankle injury. Doubtful is Tim Settle at defensive tackle. And then questionable is their cornerback Dane Jackson with a knee injury and wide receiver Gabe Davis. Something to keep in mind there. Now to the Vikings, they are without Andrew Booth Jr. at cornerback. Could be somewhat significant. Um... For, we had no designation on Jonathan Bullard, defensive end, uh, Lewis Kine, the um, safety there, DJ Wanham, Patrick Peterson. Keep an eye on that one. It was a non-injury related personal matter for him. So I think he'll play. But Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what's going on, but right. uh, generally in football, they, they show up just with so few games. Eagles, relatively healthy. Um, no designation for Landerson Dickerson at guard and Jake Stoll t- uh, tight end with an ankle, but no designation for either of them. So fairly healthy for mm-hmm. the most part for these teams coming into this game. So let's go over our daily fantasy football matchup for today and see which players you might want to lean on for the contest is going to be both games for today. Yes. So in 
terms of strategy, we're trying to get you the high-owned, who are the high-owned players, and then maybe taking a look at some lower-owned options that could provide you some value to get you a little bit more leverage in this big contest for today. So first, obviously, the highest-owned quarterback is going to be Josh Allen. 61 is our percent projected ownership on DraftKings, 49% on FanDuel. I mean, he's unstoppable and no yeah. surprise there. Yeah, I mean, he's the best quarterback on the slate. Not only that, even though they are big favorites, the Bills don't stop throwing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they just keep their foot on the gas. So don't be worried. There's a, you know, a 10-point spread here. Uh, Tennessee defense is solid, though. And, however, they allow 35% more fantasy points away. So uh, it's a good matchup for Allen. He should do fine. He's the best quarterback on the slate. Yeah, last season, Titans D allowed the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, mm. believe it or not. So in a good spot, but it's Josh Allen. He did pretty well against the Rams defense. That's pretty good. 26 yep. of 31 passes, 297 yards, three touchdowns, and 56 yards rushing. And a rushing touchdown. <laughs> Dude's incredible. He's good. Let's take a look at some low-owned quarterbacks for today. And we've got uh, Jalen Hurts in a good spot today. I know that Aaron Rodgers didn't exactly pick apart the Vikings defense. However, there were some plays that were there for the taking for Aaron Rodgers. They just had that. They have that offense that's still kind of on training wheels over there in Green Bay. Totally. And Rodgers or Watson missed a ball. Rodgers Mm -hmm. threw deep to open the game. That would have totally changed how you think of that Packers offense. But the Vikings last year ranked 31st, allowing 288 passing yards per game. They also are ranked 26th in passing touchdowns allowed with 1.8. Those are both over the last nine. So they haven't been a great passing defense. Mm -hmm. Now they did get some changes on D. They looked much better against the Packers. But... You know, we don't really know yet. That was the first game with the Packers. They also didn't have Lazard. So they were, you know, hindered big time in the wide receiver position. And the Eagles do not have that issue. <laughs> no, they, they got sure Smith. Don't. They got A.J. Brown. So I, I like the uh, the Hurts upside. And he's really the only quarterback that has the upside that Josh Allen does. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch this offense now that he has some actual weapons to throw and to a team on the other side that uh, can keep up with them. Kirk Cousins. We project 6% ownership on DraftKings, 16% on FanDuel. Week one versus the Packers, 23 of 32 for 277 yards and two touchdowns. And this is a much different Vikings offense than we're used to seeing under Mm -hmm. Mike Zimmer. It was very much ground and pound. And now we're starting to air it out. And yes, last week was the Justin Jefferson show. Um, certainly much more passing from Kirk Cousins in this offense. Yeah, I think Cousins is going to be really fun to watch this year and that he absolutely is going to have some huge games. And this isn't a bad spot. Jared Goff was able to, you know, kind of go off against the Eagles last week. Mm -hmm. Cousins should be able to do that. Philly ranked 25th, allowing 35.7 pass attempts over the last nine. And they allowed 45 percent more fantasy points win at home last year so that's interesting even though cousins is allowed that defense allowed a lot of points you know at home to the opposing quarterback so i think it's a really interesting spot and he's just going way too low owned yeah i mean a lot has been made about the eagles defense getting better but you saw in that first game they let him 
they had a 17 point lead and they yeah. let them get back it, i mean it's the lions like mm-hmm. they are improved they're a little sure. bit better but they're not that great <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look now at the running back position and high owned here is going to be dalvin cook rejecting a 48 percent ownership on DraftKings. 67 on FanDuel in week one. He had 90 yards on 20 carries, three receptions for 18 yards. Do you like this play for today, or would you fade this play given the ownership? Uh, I think Cook's in a good spot. He played 77% of the snaps, so it's still totally his job. I was a little worried about that because of the new coach. Maybe that you know they would spell him a little bit more, but it was the Dalvin Cook show once again. He also had five targets in week one, which gives a real nice floor if he continues, you know, with that higher target count uh, throughout the season. And then Philadelphia, they ranked 26 and allowing 1.1 rushing touchdowns per game. So I like it. I think Cook's in a good spot. Uh, yeah. And I think you're probably going to have to play either him or Henry. All right. Swift did well against them. Yes. Week one. Yeah. Good sign for Dalvin Cook. How about Zach Moss? 44% projected ownership on DraftKings, 32% on FanDuel. Week one had six carries, just 15 yards. He did have six receptions for 21 yards and a fumble. What do you make of this play? Why are people so intrigued? Is this simply a value play? Yes. So Moss, he's essentially the highest projected backup for mm-hmm. today so okay. people are trying to get one of the backup running backs and i'm a little worried about this play he only played 37 percent of the snaps uh kenneth gain well well for the eagles played 30 percent, so not a huge disparity disparity between them however uh Gainwell is going way less owned mm-hmm. and so for me it's really hard to take a backup quarterback or backup running back that's being this high owned. So if ownership stays here for me personally, I'm probably going a mm-hmm. different way. So lower owned options at running back. Devin Singletary actually mm-hmm. isn't too highly owned, yeah. at least right now. 32% is our projected ownership on DraftKings, 50% on FanDuel. Week one, eight carries, 48 yards, two receptions, 14 yards. Uh, he'll be more of an option though in this particular game didn't see as much against the rams but we should see more of him in the game plan i i would think so he played 60 percent of snaps which is you know a large amount the majority of the work he's getting a solid workload with a team that has a huge favorite he is the rb1 so i'd expect him to be able to produce some here and then buffalo rushes 23 percent more when favored so Mm -hmm. He should be able to get the ball a little bit more, and hopefully it's the ball in his hands when they're running out the clock. On the other side of that matchup, you've got Derek Henry. King Henry's actually low-owned today. 18% is our projection on DraftKings and 36% on FanDuel. 21 carries for 82 yards, which is not, not good by King Henry standards. 3.9 yards per carry in his first game. However, we've got to see a much better uh, performance out of Derrick Henry. Do you Mm -hmm. think people are just 
overreacting to his week one start? Are there concerns with his health and durability? He's had success against the Bills in in the past. Uh, Last year, actually, 143 and three touchdowns versus the Bills. Uh, The Bills are also possibly uh, without some defensive tackles Mm -hmm. today, which should make it a little bit easier for him to run on. And look, the only way Tennessee is going to beat the Bills is if Derrick Henry has a huge game and he's just punishing them Mm -hmm. on the ground. So I think Tennessee is going to have to just put the ball in his hand and let him make some plays and hopefully bust one or two long ones off. That's what we've seen with Henry in the past is that he will have the, you know, four yards of carry, four yards of carry, and then all of a sudden he busts one right. uh, big play. So we're going to see need to see that out of him tonight. It is an improved defense, but still the weakness on the Buffalo Bills is their rush D. We didn't necessarily see a big game out of Cam Akers or that Rams defensive or the Rams offense running game against mm-hmm. the Bills defense wasn't great, but I don't think that's a good indication given that offensive scheme isn't. Yeah, and as predicated on the run as the Titans. I mean, Henderson did fine mm-hmm. that week. So last week, he didn't have a huge game, but he did he did okay. Uh, and in no way is he the caliber of right. running back that Henry <laughs> is. Let's take a look now at our wide receivers. First, the high owned guys. No surprise here. Mm-hmm. Our top projected owned wide receiver is going to be Justin Jefferson. 61% is what we are projecting for DraftKings. 67% ownership on FanDuel. Nine receptions, 11 targets, 184 yards with two touchdowns. Just incredible first game for Justin Jefferson. Could this be a repeat performance? Well, he showed why he was taken so high in fantasy drafts everywhere. He can beat anybody in the league. And he crushed the Packers last week. And I really like how they're using Jefferson. They moved him all over the field, tried to get him in, you know, spots that he can be productive and he can win. And he sure did do that. So I do really like Jefferson. The one thing that I do uh, need to bring up here is he is averaging 62% less fantasy points when the game is outdoors. Interesting. So he has not done as well in outdoor games. He's had a couple good games. Just the majority of them have not been great outdoors. Interesting note there. How about Stefan Diggs? 54% projected ownership DraftKings, 55% on FanDuel, eight receptions, 122 yards, and one touchdown. Week one, Josh Allen's favorite target. Do you see him having a good day today? Yeah, I think he's going to do just fine. Titans D is decent. However, Diggs can also beat anybody in the league, and he is still the top target from Josh Allen, the best quarterback on this slate, and he's going to keep being that guy. Uh, Tennessee also allows 29% more fantasy points to wide receivers when away. Another high-owned wide receiver we're talking about. Wide receiver for the Eagles. And no, I'm not talking about Mm -hmm. A.J. Brown. It's actually Devontae Smith who comes in at 51% projected ownership on DraftKings, 39% on FanDuel. He's had no receptions this season, just four targets. Wasn't Mm -hmm. really much of a factor. He was a zero factor. But what do you expect from him? Week two could be a different animal. He was clearly an afterthought. However, he did play 96% of the snaps. He played more snaps than A.J. Brown did. He is clearly in their game plan. He is going to be fine. 
he just didn't have any catches last week. He had four targets. Now, this is the highest-scoring game, so it's no surprise that people from this game are high-owned. So you can't really have Diggs, Jefferson, and A.J. Brown all being high-owned. Brown does have plenty of ownership, just not quite as much as uh, Smith. Yeah, get him the ball. Yeah. Also like George Pickens, you know? They're in the offense. Throw them the ball. Yeah. Just saying. Adam Thielen, 45% projected ownership and on DraftKings, 48% on FanDuel. Uh, last week, not really much of a factor at all, given it was the Justin Jefferson show and the Justin Jefferson show only, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. I mean, do you see them perhaps changing their game plan up knowing that the Eagles will be keying in on Jefferson. So I do believe that. And on the other side, I said Jefferson uh, averages less fantasy points when outdoors. Adam Phelan averages 60% more fantasy points outdoors. So he only saw four targets last week, but that was the Justin Jefferson show. Jefferson went absolutely nuts. Like uh, Devontae Smith, Thielen played 95% of the snaps. He is highly involved in this offense, and he's going to be involved in the red zone. Uh, I like Thielen a lot this week. Thielen, the outdoorsman. Yeah. Low-owned wide receivers for today. There it is. A.J. Brown. We're projecting him about 38% ownership on DraftKings, 30% on FanDuel. Last week, 10 receptions for 155 yards. Man, the connection between Hurts and Mm -hmm. Brown, it was talked about before season started was a big storyline in Eagles camp Mm -hmm. and sure enough it showed up week one yeah I absolutely love the connection they have I think this is going to be a huge season for both of them Brown had 13 targets Hertz looked for him you know whenever he could he also showed the big playability that we've been accustomed to and I think with Hertz and how Hertz keeps the game the play going it's Brown's going to have some huge games yeah. and, you know, tonight could be another one. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I like I like uh, a little revenge season from him because he, I feel like, could have done a lot better in t- Tennessee. Yeah. <coughs> I'd like to see that. All right, KJ Osborne, 8% is our projected ownership for DraftKings, 12% on FanDuel, three receptions, 14 yards in week one. Bounce back week for him? You know, I think so. I, I think that... What the Eagles are going to try and do here is really target Jefferson, try and limit him. And I think more targets are going to go to Osborne and to Thielen because of that. He's super cheap. He played 68% of the snaps last week. He's shown big playability in the past. So I think there are a lot of outs here for Osborne to have a good game. And we're going to have to save some salary somewhere. Mm -hmm. So with him and the next guy, I think there's some paths to do that. All right. So Kyle Phillips is the next on our low-owned wide Mm -hmm. receivers list here. 16% what we're projecting on DraftKings, 4% on FanDuel. Now he is questionable in this Mm -hmm. one. Shoulder injury, I believe. Week one, six receptions for 66 yards. What do you like about this play for today in DFS? So it is a risky one. And absolutely make sure you pay attention to the injury report. Uh, good thing is with NFL, we're going to know very yeah. far in advance if he's playing or not. Now, Phillips only played 48% of the snaps last week, but he was targeted on 29% of his snaps. It is the biggest target hmm. uh, share per snaps on today's slate. Wow. 
So Tannehill absolutely was looking his way and was trying to get him the ball last week. Now, if that target percent or that snap count comes up at all, mm-hmm. he's in line for you know a decent day. He got targeted nine times on forty eight percent of the snaps. It's a really nice rate there. And uh, if he comes low owned, it's totally worth taking some shots on that. Uh, you know, just target volume there. All right. Let's take a look at our tight end position. High owned here is going to be Dallas Goddard. 47% is our projected ownership. DraftKings 52% on FanDuel. Three receptions for 60 yards in week one. Are you going with the field on this one? So I think I'll probably be trying to save a little more salary at tight end today. However, Goddard did play 92% of the snaps. The most by far of any tight end on today's slate. So there's absolutely reason for him to be on the field and he is projected the highest out of tight ends, you know, because of that. So I like Goddard. I am just likely probably going to go somewhere else, save some ownership and some salary. All right. So speaking of where you're going, Mm -hmm. you're going with Jeff Swamp. 10% is our projection on DraftKings, 1% Mm -hmm. on FanDuel. So low ownership right there. Three receptions, 19 yards week one. What is it about this play that intrigues you from a daily fantasy perspective? So this could flip from last week to the uh, this week, but Swam had a higher snap share and target share than Austin Hooper did last year. They were targeted decent. He is super cheap. He's near minimum price mm-hmm. on both uh, FanDuel and DraftKings, and he played 69% of the snaps. He was on the field a ton. We're not by paying down at tight end. We're not losing a ton of upside today because Goddard is the best. So, in the likelihood of him having you know 120 yards and touchdown right. or whatever is slim. So I like the chance of just paying down, saving some salary to be able to get some of the higher priced uh, studs in the slate. Good strategy there. Let's take a look at our defense now. And the high-owned defense is going to be the Bills. We're projecting about 42%. He did. They did hold the Super Bowl champs to just 10 points week mm-hmm. one. So, obviously, you can see why that's such an attractive option. The Bills had a great defense yeah. last year, period. So, it's going to be a dominant defense mm-hmm. in this one. But is it worth going with the field? So I'm not surprised it's the highest. Tennessee has the lowest implied total on the slate. The Bills' D was great last week. Could be good again this week. Uh, I just don't like to pay a premium at defense. And so there's a ton of variance with defense. You never know who's going to get a special teams touchdown or block kick or you know, a pick six. Right. Like those plays are so fluky that I would rather just go with the lower ownership and play the variance. So in that case, how about the Vikings defense who held Aaron Rodgers in check in week yeah. one? They have the capability. What do you like about it? And and that's really it. You know, the other low owned defenses, the Titans, the Vikings and Eagles are all right around the same ownership. Uh, but they did they did a good job versus Rodgers last week. They have a new defensive coordinator. They have a new scheme. It's said to be a better defense. They showed it week one. Kind of want to see if they can do it again. 
For all of that information, be sure to check out linestarapp.com. That's where you can get all the analytics, the ownership information that's so crucial in these contests for daily fantasy, plus our new tool, Props Edge, that'll help you crush those prop bets as well. Linestarapp.com. Check it out. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, comment below, keep up with all the videos that we've got coming out. Now it's time for our touchdown calls of the day. Tyler, where are you going for a touchdown on this Monday night doubleheader? I am going to a touchdown monster in Adam Thielen. He averages 60% more fantasy points away, and he is one of Kirk Cousins' favorite options in the red zone. I think he's going to pull that pull one down today. Wish he had more receptions last week and hit Me my too. over, but you Me know too. what? I think he's good for it today. Mm-hmm. I am going with King Henry to have a touchdown. I mean, I know this is kind of a chalky pick, but got to go King Henry. I know he didn't perform as well as expected in week one. However, this is Bill's off or defense has allowed the fifth most touchdown on the ground in 2021. He's had so much success against the Bills the past couple of years. In fact, last year he had three touchdowns against the Bills. I expect that success to continue. And we're going to recrown King Henry once again. He'll be back to his form. Oh, he will his be. Form. He's, he's fine. He's, he's just fine. There's no Hillard to take away a little exactly. bit of uh, carries this exactly. week. So I like it. Now let's take a look at our prop bets for this Monday night. So where are you going with a prop bet? I'm going not not very chalky this okay. week. Get, getting away from the crowd. We're going KJ Osborne over 30.5. Uh, receiving yards KJ played 68% of the snaps last week he had four targets and this was the Jeff Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. show I expect the Eagles this week to really put an effort in stopping Jefferson with that I think Osborne should get around 60 targets and every game he's ever had where he's had at least five targets he's had over 30.5 yards so he's going to do it. Hammer the over. Yep. I'm also going over, but I'm going over AJ Brown, 74 and a half receiving yards. He had 155 last week. All he has to do is get half of that. <laughs> and last season, the Vikings pass events allowed the fifth most passing yards. While they did hold Aaron Rodgers in check, that was an offense that, hey, they were still on training wheels. I got mm-hmm. a lot of new people. It wasn't the Aaron Rodgers offense that we're used to seeing in years past. I think A.J. Brown hits that number in this one. He's going to be like it. the number one weapon for Jalen Hurts. Now, it's time to take a look at our game picks for this one. Mm-hmm. Some interesting ones here. We'll start off with Tennessee at Buffalo. So the Bills' 10-point favorites in this one. What are you leaning towards in this one? So the Bills right now have like 90% of the money on mm-hmm. them at minus 460. Wow. I uh, whenever it's that yeah. lopsided, I gotta look the other way, mm-hmm. and I'm going Tennessee plus ten. Yes, absolutely. That especially after the weekend that we just had yeah. in NFL, I think there were a total of maybe three or four games where it was uh, more than double digit win yeah. to- win differential. Buffalo has lost each of the last four Monday night football games they've hosted, with their last win coming in 1994 versus the Denver Broncos. Since Ryan Tannehill has taken over as a starting QB in 2019, 
The Titans are 37-5-2, covering a 10-point spread. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill's a decent quarterback. Yeah. So, I do... I mean, this is the defending AFC South champions that are 10-point yeah. underdogs. I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Titans yeah. are going to cover, though. I think so, too. I, I think it's probably going to be a lot closer game than everybody right. thinks. Now let's take a look at that Vikings at Eagles matchup. This one's much closer. Eagles are two and a half point favorites. There's been a little bit of movement on this one too, but now it's kind of settling in two and a half point favorites for the Eagles. Where are you headed for this one? I'm going Vikings. Ooh, we going, finally have a difference of opinion on these. 2.5. I'll go plus money line. I mm-hmm. think Vikings win this game. I. Uh, I did note some betting facts for the last game, so we'll do it for this one, too. Most of the tickets have come in on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Only like 30% of the tickets right now are on the Vikings, but over 50% of the money is on the Vikings. So the people that are betting the Vikings mm-hmm. are betting it a lot harder. Yeah. And I'm going with the money on it. I'm going Eagles. We'll take mm-hmm. that two and a half points. Kirk Cousins. He struggled in the prime time, eight and seventeen That's in true. prime time. I kind of want to see him prove it with this off. I know yeah. he's got a much better offense, a better coach, and Kevin O'Connell. However, I still want to see him prove it on the big stage. This on the road mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. We know Eagles fans are crazy, but I definitely think Jalen Hurts has it in him. I think they learned their lesson week one, taking their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. I think they very, will be very true ready for this a tough test but i'm leaning towards jalen hurts and yeah Eagles. my thought is just out of the two quarterbacks the one i think that is more prone to making a mistake is jalen hurts true cousins is a little bit better taking care of the football mm-hmm. uh and with that i'm going vikings yeah i yeah. it's gonna it's a close one close call for me but mm-hmm. How about the total on this one is 48 and a half. So whoever, lo- whoever loses has to do a shot. <laughs> what are we doing? Fireball. Know. Ew. Ew gross. Then that's, then you want to win in that one. Uh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Let's, uh, what is the, so the win total or the total on this one is 48 and a half. Are you going over or under that total? I honestly think it's a really good total. I wouldn't be betting it whatsoever. Yeah. Right? If you had to, though. If I had to, I, show, I'm going over. With, yes. I don't totally believe in that new Vikings uh, defense. And there's a ton of weapons on both sides for the offense. Yeah, I think both offenses can put up 30 points. So Yeah. Over. Totally um, totally for the can. other one, I think it's 47 and a half. I would be, I'm leaning under in that one. Uh, I actually think over in that you one. You think over? Yeah. All right. Well, we got perhaps two shots on the line. Oh, all right. <laughs> so that's a look at our Monday night football doubleheader for Where today. we just get drunk. Yeah, right? <laughs> Let's just bring out a bottle of yep. whatever and take shots. Let's go. Maybe uh, on our prop show since we didn't show up exactly for our props. So yeah. to help us uh, get through that one. Anyways. Make sure to check out linestarapp.com to get you all your information for your sports betting, your daily fantasy, and placing your prop bets. All the information that you could possibly need is all in one place, linestarapp.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for watching. Make sure to like this video if you're enjoying our content. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and sign up for notifications. 
A lot of times you want to get ahead of some of these bets when they come out, so you want to sign up for notifications just so you can keep up with us right when we come out with videos, which we are churning out videos pretty quickly these days. We got a lot. Tune in. Dial it in. Lock it in. All right. Here we go. That's my week. Week two, Monday Night Football voice. Let's go. She's all excited. <laughs> Jets won. Oh, yeah. They're one and one. Let's go. All right. Good Jets luck. Jets go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, don't get too carried away <laughs> See there. See you next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye.